are listening to Duck and the Usher, a movie podcast, a show about two friends talking about movies they love and hate. Quack, 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 quack. Welcome back, everybody. Greetings. Greetings. Hello. We have a a person right, with us today. Mr. Jason Wellington is uh, joining us. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. How's everybody's the week? Two weeks been? Been good. Today was inauguration uh, day. Great. That's right. It is our inauguration day. I that cracked right. my phone already. Well, it got a screen on. Just it. now? I don't know. That's all right. All right. <laughs> that's, that's why you put those screens on there. Yeah. Sweet action. Protection. So, uh, you guys been watching anything? I mean, yeah, usually, Jay, why don't you take the reins on that one? Because I have to think for a second what yeah. the hell I watched. Are you watching any week? new movies or anything, Jay? Anything fun? Uh, yeah, well, I just watched a, a Midsommar. I finally got around oh, to okay. watching that and, and scratching that off my list. It's um, a brutal one. It's... It's a weird fucking movie. It's weird, but it's great. I love how they lead you through it with the art. Uh, the colors in it are fantastic. Yeah, you don't um, really see like uh, too many horror flicks that are like broad daylight. You know? Yeah, and this one sort of relied on that as part of the deception, right, of the cult. I think so, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it's all bright and flowery. Everything is bright and flowers sinister. to the May Queen, and we celebrate by dancing. But then if you're looking at the art <coughs> all through it, it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> It's dark. I remember, or it can be, right? You can. I'm not sure what I was expecting when I went into that one because I it was right after I watched uh, Hereditary. Oh, okay, which was from the same director, and he's got a, a knack for shocking moments <laughs> to catch you off guard. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, the ceremony at the rocks. Yeah, right. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like, there's a lot of different ways you, you could have gone gone about showing <laughs> that moment. Yeah, and. He Ugh. put it right in your face. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. But, yeah, no, I like the, the whole vibe of that. I just finished with all of the Star Wars. I'm completely done. Yeah, he's watched, like, everything Star Wars recently. Everything that's animated uh, all the, Star uh, Wars. All right. So not just the, the main saga. All of it. All of it. Clone Wars, Rebels. Yeah, I just <laughs> consumed the entire, essentially <laughs> the entire um, video canon. All right. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I watched the the King's speech last night. Oh, yeah. First time I'd seen that. Really? It was your first time? Yeah. I remember when it won the Oscar, but I was like, "Eh, I'll get around to it at some point. It's only been six years, but. (laughs) I showed up to that one kind of late, too. I can't recall what I I watched. I enjoyed it. I know that I liked it. I watched Thank You for Smoking. I know I watched that one recently. That one's cool. Yeah. It's a fun movie. Yeah, I think it's great. Other than that, yeah. He's solid. I think I've been like spending most of my time like researching this movie and then making stupid TikToks. I've been seeing you posting a lot of TikToks on the uh, yeah. on the nice. page. Yeah, nice. I figure why not? It's a, a compliment Do you like the TikTok? to the show. I have a, I'm having a whole hell of a lot of fun on TikTok. I was completely wrong about that app. Nice. There's a lot of corners in that world that is like super interesting and uh, like educational. There's like science TikTok. There's film TikTok. There's like people that talk about etymology and grammar. Or uh, dudes that are really into comic books, or, or this one's into uh, astronomy, or this person's into whatever. There's everything. Yeah. Any interest you have, so there's TikTok. You there's don't creators stop. out there, and it's not just yeah. like little dances for little kids. It's 
There's a whole hell of a lot going on in there. Philosophy. A lot of, a lot of information flowing. Yeah. That's great. Because each video is either 15 seconds or 60 seconds. Mm. So you got to pack a lot in. Or, you know, some people do part twos and you get you go down a rabbit hole for sure. Some people are definitely better creators than others. So I don't know. I'm digging it. That's cool. I'm finding my niche. Well, if you're listening to the cast, you know that our movie today <clears throat> is Starship Troopers. C. Came out in 1997. The runtime is about 129 minutes. Uh, budget was 105 million. It made 121 million, so it wasn't a big success. I mean, it made some money, but not a whole of a hell of a lot. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 65 percent, and uh, IMDb 7.2 out of 10. It is a lot longer than I remember. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember but this being a, a pretty film. good long movie, yeah. but, but it goes by pretty. Quickly. I don't think the pacing was bad either. So no, no, right. it definitely yeah. catches your attention. Two and, like, and a half hours, or no, wait. Uh, two hours and change? Yeah, like two, two hours, hours and nine, nine. minutes. Yeah. yeah, two hours and nine. Uh, when you get to the third act, you're like, well, I've been here for two hours? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, I've got, I've got ten clips. Yeah. So I would say a majority of those are like the commercials that you hear. The I love those. <laughs> those those are like some the of the best propaganda parts. Stuff. Yeah. The propaganda parts were, I think, kind of what helps it become the send-up that it is. And I don't think anybody realized it was quite that. That. Yeah. At the time, I think I don't think anyone you know was thinking of it as a satire much more than it was just a straightforward shoot 'em up sci-fi flick. Yeah, with that, and I'm sure we'll we'll get into that. No, um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're done. <laughs> uh, I distinctly remember watching this. I think I was like ten or eleven. I want to see. I saw this in the theaters. I didn't. I did. Yeah. I definitely. I remember. Did. I think. I think Nick and I went to go see this in the theaters. Yeah. My brother was going to join us, but it is again in your uh, inauguration day, and yeah. my brother is, has to do some work, so yeah. okay, I wasn't able to make it out. So Jay is filling in for that. I'm filling in. Sweet. You yeah. could be Nick. I could be. You could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some Miller Light yeah. and, a, and an Iron Maiden hat. Perfect. Sorry. You got to get your, your Nick impression down. Yeah, like, so, Fish, do you have some uh, some information for us about the movie before we jump into it? Uh, I do, um, but I wanted to probably first talk about the novel rather than the movie. I think everything I want to uh, talk about movie-related, um, I'll do when we go through it. But uh, it's... For anyone who's a big fan of it, and if you hadn't read the book, it's very different. Um, the novel is a little more philosophical in nature. There's a lot more, like, there's not as many action scenes. There's mm. a lot more of just Rico, Juan Rico, as he's because he's supposed to be Filipino descent. Right. Yeah, and this book. he's John Rico. He's John Rico from, from Buenos Aires. From, yeah, yeah, with a, with a very good English accent, like yeah, a very yeah. just perfect American Americanized version. Yeah. Of that. yeah. <laughs> so I guess like well, they're set in the future, the Westernization. And there's of flashbacks in the novel too, right? There are like, yeah. with the classroom and stuff like that, uh-huh. and it's the more that's where the morals and the philosophy and all of that stuff, the theory. Yeah. Which we get just a taste of at the beginning of the movie when he's in the classroom with right. Michael Ironside. Right. That's about as close as they get to... Michael Ironside. <laughs> yeah, what's his name in this? Is Ratchik? Uh, Gene Ratchak. Ratchak. Which is a composite character of Gene Dubois and Lieutenant Ratchak, which are two different characters from the book, one being a teacher and one being his... And they just kind of threw them together. Yeah. Yeah. Make them both. Make them the teacher and a, a, a mobile infantryman. Um... So yeah, it was written by Robert A. Heinlein. Um, it, it was written in a few weeks, uh, and I'm pulling this right from Wikipedia too. So if you want to look it up, you can go read about this too. 
Um, it's a military science fiction novel written by Robert A. Heinlein. It came out in 1959. It was written in a few weeks in reaction to the uh, U.S. suspending nuclear tests. Uh, the story was first published as a two-part serial in the magazine of fantasy and science fiction as Starship Soldier and published as a book by G.P. Putnam and Sons in 1959. Uh, the story is set in a future society ruled by a human interstellar government dominated by a military elite referred to as the Terran Federation. Um, and I think in the movie it's been turned into the United Citizen Federation. Yeah. UCF. <laughs> you notice that? No, there was a couple like UCF logos in the didn't movie. Didn't even I was think like, about look, that. Look, 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 look. We're close to University of Central Florida, so that's why it's funny to us. <laughs> uh, the first person narrative follows Juan Johnny Rico through his military service in the mobile infantry. Rico progresses from recruit to officer against the backdrop of an interstellar war between the humans and an alien species known as arachnids or bugs. Um, interspersed with the primary plot are classroom scenes in which Rico and the others discuss philosophical and moral issues, including aspects of suffrage, civic virtue, juvenile delinquency, and war. These discussions have been described as expounding Heinlein's own political views. Uh, Starship Troopers has been identified with the tradition of militarism in U.S. science fiction and draws parallels between the conflict between humans and the bugs and the Cold War. A coming-of-age novel, Starship Troopers also critiques U.S. society of the 1950s, argues that a lack of discipline had led to a moral decline, and advocates corporal and capital punishment. So it was pretty controversial in its time, and I think that was... Uh, yeah, I think there's even a clip that I have that talks about, like, the, you know, uh, watch a killing live on all channels everywhere. Yeah, and that, that's an important uh, point that uh, I'm going to... I have a little little tidbit about once we arrive at that. So, yeah. Uh, Ed Newmeyer and Paul Verhoeven um, made the movie. Um, Paul Verhoeven wasn't a fan of the book. I think he made it into the uh, couple chapters and was like, this is so right wing, I hate it. <laughs> so he decided to make his own movie. Didn't they make like five of these things? There have been five. Yeah. Yes. There have been five uh, movies in total, three live action, two that were animated. Uh, there was a series of video games. I think the most recent one was in 2005. Or in the late 2000s. None of them were very big hits. Uh, Dark Horse did a uh, comic series run, which looks very cool. Uh, that's, that's something I haven't checked out before. And in fact, uh, before Paul Verhoeven's treatment of this in 1988, there was a Japanese anime called hmm. Starship Troopers, uh, which I think Verhoeven may have lifted some of his ideas from. Because there's parallels to his movie as well as you know them using some of the more um, specific elements from the book, including like the powered armor, mm -hmm. right. which is a main feature in the book. Uh, you see that in the anime, uh, and it's very super anime. Like, uh, in hmm. fact, I think uh, Heinlein um, is credited as being one of the people to like push this whole sci-fi uh, cliche of like a mech suit. Is, is there a, lot, is there a space marine? Is there a lot of blood right. and like guts in this anime? <clears throat> you know, like in certain scenes in this movie when they're like. The well, flying bugs oh, are popping yeah. heads off left and right. And I don't think so. It's okay. a, there's there's still violence, but it's not like it's not like kabuki blood everywhere type no, of stuff. Okay. No arterial spray or shit like that. Uh, and you can watch it for free on YouTube. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So yeah, I watched. Uh, I think I watched this movie on Voodoo. I know it's free on Tubi, but <clears throat> I didn't feel like watching the. It's free on Tubi. It's free on Tubi. Man, I spent like four bucks renting this shit. Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna watch it on Tubi, but I'm like, I really don't want to have to deal with the commercials because then it would be like three hours long instead of right. two hours and nine minutes. Yeah. Well, let's hop into it. Homie. All right. So this is actually the very beginning of the movie, um, and here we go.
young people from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part, too. <laughs> They're doing their part. Are you? Join the mobile infantry and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. The bugs send another meteor our way. But this time, we're ready. Planetary defenses are better than ever. Clendathu, source of the bug meteor attacks, orbits a twin star system whose brutal gravitational forces produce an unlimited supply of bug meteorites in the form of this asteroid belt. To ensure the safety of our solar system, Clendathu must be eliminated. We break net now and take you live to Clendathu, where the invasion has begun. So yeah, we get that nice little campaign, like news type of thing going on, and then it yeah. it jumps to a reporter who's on Clendathu. Yeah. Clendathu. Clendathu. What a tongue twister, Clendathu. Uh -huh. Home <laughs> of the arachnids. Home of the arachnids, and you kind of see, you know, destruction. The guy gets eaten, and it, and then it. You yeah. see Johnny Rico like get out of here, run, and then it's yeah. just, and then it jumps to one year earlier. Yeah, so it gives you like a little, little taste. time jump. Right. Yeah, I love the propaganda newsreels. They're the I think they're the best part. They of the kind movie. of remind me of like the old forties uh, ones, like the the, the triumph of the two, will. Yeah. yeah, the very the very the oh, boys in blue are coming back in again. Here's Hitler coming down the. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you bet. Uh, in the German version of the movie, they. Um, the guy I forget the guy's name Cunningham Ed Cunningham or someone Cunningham that did the American one. In the German version, there's a, a guy called Egon Hogan who kind of adds a more comic value to the beginning because Germans recognize him for having like this slow, deliberate, sarcastic voice because he did a lot of like traffic uh, educational videos oh, nice. back in the day. So huh. it's like an added little joke for, for German audiences. That's interesting. We're in the uh, we're in a classroom and we get to see uh, Mr. Ironside, um, who, uh, yeah. who plays a Retchik. I think it's cool that uh, the the tech in this movie, the movie itself aged well, but even the yeah. tech, yeah, no, like, yeah. yeah, even the the we talked the, the about the CGI in this it. still yeah. really holds up. Even yeah. like the you see the cursor flipping around like on clickbait and shit. It's kind of like I know the internet was a thing then, but this really kind of was ahead of its time with like how the internet works now. You yeah. want to know more? Uh, you want to know more? Click here, and and they were seem to be using tablets in the classroom. Yeah, because Johnny's like drawing like a picture of him and yeah. uh, Carmen, like on Microsoft Paint. Yeah, and then <laughs> so it the, said Fed Paint in the corner. That is a Fed Paint. Yeah, nice. The federal nice. paint program. So they're in the classroom. Ironside's <laughs> giving like he's giving the instruction. Mm -hmm. um, they're flirting, Rico and Carmen. Right, and. Um, it's you know Ironside's giving like his big speech. I didn't get that clip. I oh, clip I was really that. hoping you'd get yeah, this clip because this is when he expounds his philosophy about violence being the supreme authority from which all our authority derives, right. because they're a fascist government. But he who has the to... biggest stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were talking about like the failure of like Western democracy and blah blah blah. And this is you know all the shit they indoctrinate their kids with. But you know, it's yeah, fascism bad and all that. But like they seem to have achieved gender and racial equality. <laughs> 
Yeah, in, uh, in, in that the, world, and the, and they, <laughs> they, they talk about like, well, and I think the reason that I didn't get this clip is because later on, when Rico's at the funeral, he kind of says the is same like, thing of what it means to be a citizen. Oh, okay. So he kind of reaffirms he his thing. He asks him, "What's the difference? What's the difference between a citizen and, with, a, and the a, moral difference? I guess between yeah. the two. And he just gives a textbook answer, and he, and he, and he straight, learns straight it straight from the textbook. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- then there's like a bug dissection class, which the teacher's blind. Did you know that was Blanche from the Golden Girls? Was it? It's Rue McClanahan. Oh, I man. thought I recognized that yeah. face. I was like, I know. We were her. actually just watching the Golden Girls the other day when I was taking a nap. It's yeah, good, it's a good nap at TV. <laughs> she passed away eleven years ago, sadly. Right on. But yeah, Betty well, White's ninety nine. I know, right? God damn. <clears throat> Wasn't she the youngest of the group? Yes. Yeah, by like a month. Oh, okay. So not. Yeah, B. Okay. Arthur was born like a month after her. Dang. Um, that's another sort of like running. I don't want to call it a joke, but like characteristic of uh, all the authority figures being scarred or otherwise maimed yeah. in a way because in their service to the Federation. To be a citizen, right. to be a teacher. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, they're doing like a bug dissection. He's like, you know, Rico's pulling out like the lungs and the heart. And like, and <laughs> yeah. It, it reminds me of young Frankenstein when he's like, here, hold the brain, hold this. The <laughs> right. guy falls over. Oh, like, yeah. It's kind of like that. So she runs out and pukes. Um, Nearly all the kids too are all from either nine hundred two one zero or Melrose. So it's like yeah, it's and, like and, and sexy we, and up the fash. And then we have Neil. And then we have and we have Neil Patrick. Oh yeah, Harris. MPH too. Oh, yeah, MPH Patrick, is in it. yeah. And we see that he's like he kind of has like psychic abilities. That's what he really mm-hmm. likes is like these games. Like he even convinces his ferret to like. Yeah. Go, go bother his mom. Oh, it's like, what you do is like I planted an image that there was a weeble on my mom's yeah. hosiery or something like that. Was the um, what is uh, the there's a commercial later when they do another one of the newsreels where he's like, dude lifts his head up. He's like, I have that. Are you psychic? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And, and that guy is actually in psych. He's in psych. That guy. Yeah, that guy is. A, he's the um, he's the lead detective in the television show Psych. So I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Wait, he's not one of the lead role. Yeah. Well, he's no, he's like. He's not a minor role, but he's... There's that one dude from West Wing and then the white guy, and I can't remember his name, but that's not the same dude. No way. You can look it up while I'm, I'm doing, doing it. this. Well, here I go. We get some uh, space football. Yeah. Space football. Yeah. Space football. <laughs> it looks a lot like arena football. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they got rid of face masks. And Dizzy's on the team. She's the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, Dizzy's on the team. So we, our, our main people are going to be like Neil Patrick Harris, who's Carl. You got Johnny Rico, you got Diz, Casper Van Dien, and then you got Camp, uh, Kate Carmeyer. Yeah. So th- those are like our, our main players. And what's her name? Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Yeah. Um, I have a little clip here. I don't know why I threw this one in here, but um, th- this is kind of like prom night, and uh, Rico's Rico's very well off. His parents make a lot of money, and his dad's not too happy about what comes in the mail. So here we go. Who said you could grow up so fast? Huh? Mom, don't get mushy. This came for you today. I presume it's your request. A lot of my friends are doing federal service. Well, you're not thinking of applying. Have you lost your mind? I'd rather take 10 lashes in public square than see you ruin your life. It's a term of service. It's not a career. I just want to get out on my own. See the galaxy for a couple of years. Johnny, people get killed in the federal service. Who gave you this idea? It's a teacher, isn't it? What's his name? You know the one I'm talking about. Mr. Radchek. Radchek? <laughs> Silly name. There should be a law against using a school as a recruiting station. 
No, Ratchak doesn't do that at all. He sort of discourages you. Well, that's good. Because you're going to Harvard, and that's the end of it. It's my decision, not yours. Oh, is that how it is? Huh? Wait, you two. Uh, Dad and I have a surprise for you that will settle this. Can you guess what it is? No. You want to see the galaxy? How about a trip to the Outer Rings? Zagama Beach, huh? I've always wanted to go there. Good, good. Then it's all settled. And then it jumps into the prom thing. Couple so, things. Yeah. <clears throat> um, where was I? Oh, it, this is. Uh, uh, it's not this song, but this band that yeah. you hear. Excuse me. <clears throat> is um, not an actual band, but li- not. And I'm not sure what song they're singing at the beginning here, but right at the end when they have their slow dance, they're covering a David Bowie song uh, called "I've Never Been to Oxford Town." I think it's called. Mm. Uh, but they change the lyrics and they make it say I've never been to paradise. They make it, and some lyrics are also changed up to make it feel like it's in the. I wonder if they did that so they didn't have century. to pay for it or something. <laughs> and that's that's another thing too. The year I think is supposed to be twenty one ninety seven. So okay. they've moved it ahead by like two hundred years. From yeah, I don't think I remember seeing any dates or anything. Oh no, we do when it like you see like people's death, don't they? Like have the oh, you know, what? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think to look. to check for that. But um, <clears throat> but the uh, the girl singing is Zoe. Polidorus, who is Basil Polidorus's daughter, he did the score. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. And there was another little factoid I had um, that I forgot about. So, uh, oh, oh, uh, Mr. Rico is played by um, Chris Curry, Christopher Curry, who also appeared in Chud. Do you ever see Chud? Uh, Cannibalistic, humanoid, underground dweller, whatever, some like 84. Uh, yeah. He was in Flags of Our Fathers, and the actress who plays his mother is Lenore Kasdorf, who's just been in a whole lot of television. Right I on. can't point to anything real popular. Uh, during the football game, we uh, we also meet um, uh, Xander Barkalow is going to be his character name, but that's Barkalow. Barkalow, yeah, I guess that's a uh, Patrick Muldoon. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who Jay was consistently <clears throat> is he like, in the hair? like, yeah, he's the hair, the he's hair. The hair. Man, that <laughs> hair was so <clears throat> that era. He says, yeah, that sure messy is. look. When you look around the arena, too, during the ball game, you see a bunch of, like, product placement. It was super subtle. He didn't really, like, put it in full display, but there's, like, Airwalk logos oh, really? along the border. And I was like, I remember Airwalk. I think that was right about the year I was asking for him. Um, <clears throat> I saw Oakley. Uh, there was a Sony and an AT&T. I saw all of those just floating around in the Nice. Yeah. Uh, the, the, that guy, Xander, Z- whatever his name was. Yeah. Old dude. Yeah, Xander. So we'll just Xander. Yeah. He's like the rival football jockey dude. Yeah, and <laughs> he's also a pilot. And that's yeah, why he's also Carmen's a pilot. Interested. Yeah, he's hitting on Carmen and all that stuff. And then we go to the dance. Carmencita and, and Diz is like got super hots for Carmen. Oh, not yeah, for Carmen. For, for, <laughs> for a great Rico. movie. No, for Rico. <laughs> oh totally yeah, she's, she's she's staring at him like while they're dancing. She's eye fucking him yeah, the yeah, entire yeah, movie, yeah. and she gets to do that later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. She was in, uh, remember her in Saw? She was in Saw, like Saw 2 or something. Meg- like Megan was like, she was in um, uh, Friends also. She was in oh, really? Friends, yeah. yeah. Megan was like, oh, I think so she was friends. on the really short-lived Batman show, or like sort of Batman spinoff show, Birds of Prey, where she played yep. uh, Oracle. Yep. Uh, she played uh, yeah. 
Pennyworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's her. Yeah, nice. All wheelchair bound and shit. And as uh, Rico and Diz are like dancing, and he sees a uh, the Ratchnik or whatever the fuck his name is, Rat, <laughs> rat shit, Ratchnik, uh, um, Ironside man. Yeah, Irons. He sees Michael Ironside because he's just playing Michael Ironside pretty much. I kind of like this scene too because like yeah, because he goes up and he's like, "Can I get some advice? What yeah. do I do?" And then he's like, "You know, you got to make your own advice. Yeah. Like, you know, got to pave your advice. own way, type of stuff." Right. And I kind of like that the dad is like asked Rico about like oh he doesn't pressure us in any, anything stuff like that so I'm kind of like is it reverse psychology like you don't have to be a citizen but uh, yeah totally it's yeah thing. And not the individual responsibility right yeah your it's, decisions it's kind of like um, some of the critiques they would level at like not just the movie but the book would be that like like his focus was oh you're gonna go to Harvard yeah he's more intellectual pursuits um, whereas like you know fascist authoritarians uh, sort of have like a, a for the people for type of thing. like anti-intellectualism people in federal mm-hmm. service go to die yeah which is honorable right dull set decorum est right he decides to join the service um yeah and his dad disapproves you're cut off you're cut off fuck you son blah 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 so him carmen neil patrick harris carl they all go down and join mm-hmm. um she gets into the flight service NPH becomes part of games and games strategy, and games and theory, yeah. which he always wanted. And then Johnny Rico, the actor playing the guy who's yeah. like uh, checking him in, is a, a real amputee. Is he? Yeah, because yeah. the guy's like, yeah, the, oh, infantry, infantry made me the man <laughs> I am today, and he's like yeah. missing an arm, he's got no legs. Yeah, yeah, good for you, son. <laughs> he's hanging out with Obi Wan. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the higher ground. The higher ground. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. Rough. <laughs> um, and then we get another commercial, which I'm going to play this. Sweet. Fully automatic burrito. Who wants to hold it? Citizen rule. People making a better tomorrow. <laughs> A murderer was captured this morning and tried today. Guilty. Sentence, death. Execution tonight at 6, all net, all channels. Would you like to know more? If you think you're psychic, maybe you are. Federal studies are being conducted in your community. Would you like to know more? Every school kid knows that arachnids are dangerous. However, Mormon extremists disregarded federal warnings and established Port Joe Smith, deep inside the arachnid quarantine zone. Too late, they realized that Dantana had already been chosen by other colonists, arachnids. Would you like to know more? On Arachnid. <laughs> love Dude, I'd more. love that they were Mormons that yeah. showed up. It's like <laughs> the only ones brave enough to set up an outpost. Haven't somewhere? they always been looking for their promised land? No, it's here. Yeah, no, no, it's here. Damn. No, it's here. Well, it's no, no, now, now they're, now they're able to west. go into space and be like, this is yeah. my planet. It's actually out here. <laughs> uh, so the, the guy you see... Uh, prisoner who's uh, sentenced to death that is the screenwriter ed newmeyer oh is it nice. Yeah, nice and i think that was a little clever cameo um because like when you're a fan of something and then uh, somebody makes a screen adaption for it 
there's usually a lot of you should die stop doing that that you get from someone for adapting a a a particular intellectual property and you don't like it like the toxic star wars fans and things like that so i I don't know if this was intentionally (laughs) him saying oh they're gonna hang me when they when they when they see my treatment of this book or whatever uh, but it also could be a reference to a scene from from the book itself. Uh, the prisoner is sentenced to hang, and this could reference a scene where a deserter from the mobile infantry murders someone, in this case a baby, uh, and is hanged for it. Because um, they do run through the same like corporal punishment that like Rico receives later in a movie that happens in the, the book. Yeah, the last. One. And so this could this could or could not be like a yeah. In in the cliff, they kind of show them. Uh, they show like a like a. <laughs> A chair, like he's going to be tortured or like. Oh yeah, yeah. Way. They don't really show like rather a than a hanging, anything, right? Yeah. And uh, the psychic guy, which you were, you were Timothy Osmondson Osmonds. I don't know Detective Lassiter and Psych. I don't know how true this is, but I guess this little "Are you psychic?" Uh, bumper is supposed to be a reference to the beginning of Plan Nine from Outer Space. Hmm. I haven't really ever seen that, so I can't tell you a long time. if that's even yeah, close. I've only seen it once. Well, yeah. that was just what I read going through the like the trivia. Did oh, you the did nice. you know section on some? Did some you know? Or... Do you want to know more? <clears throat> yeah, would you like to know more? <laughs> yes, please. So we get to basic training. Uh, we get to ah. see some some familiar faces. Mr. Jake Busey, <clears throat> who uh, we did uh, Frighteners a little while ago. Oh, true. And he's yeah. in that. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Mr. Like Krabs. Yeah, he's Mr. Krabs. I only just figured that <laughs> out like, that? Yeah. earlier, la- earlier last been. year. He plays, uh, Clancy Bowen plays a sergeant who's always just beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Basic. Yeah. Medic. That's a great scene where he throws the knife into. To get hey, put your hand, hand on that wall. Hand, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Medic, medic. So, Can't push a button if you don't have a hand. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, why, yeah, yeah. Why, why do we need? Why do we need the nukes? You know, it's like I've seen that push a button. I've seen that uh, image get the meme treatment. Oh, the like hand. Some, somebody put like Kim Jong Un's face on over Jake BC. Can't push a button if you don't have a hand. And I was like, all right, I, I get it. I get it. Nukes. I get it. Nukes. Um, <clears throat> Clancy Brown was also in like Pet Cemetery. He was really great in that. Or Pet Cemetery Two, Two second when one. He kills a kid with his dirt bike. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, when he gets the, the scarf gets caught in like the mini bike, he's yeah. like, ah! yeah, uh, it's a fucked up movie. Yeah, he, did you know he was the 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 devil looking alien in Mandalorian who gets like shut in the doors? Yes, that was him. That was yep. him. That was yeah. him. Oh wow, they put a lot of makeup on him. Uh, yeah, they did. yeah. Uh, he had a really he was really great in uh, Shawshank Redemption. This guy's had a, a long great career. career. Yeah. yeah, he's he's great, and and this in particular, I remember being a kid again, watching this scene and thinking how brutal it is. And I was like, yeah, it was fucking. Is it really like that? In the military, he like snaps a dude's arm like the right very away. Beginning, yeah, he's like, do, uh, do you think anybody can take me down? And then Des is like, I can do it. Des hits him a couple of times, <clears throat> and then he th- like chokes her out with his knee. Yeah, you know? I think that is again a lifted out of the anime because there's a scene where they're at basic training and there's a di who uh, takes on like two of them. Breaks one dude's arm, and and then you know the movie progresses. So, mm. but I don't think this was ever particularly like mentioned in the book either. Obviously, they took some liberties just yeah. to make it just to punch it up a little bit. But the the character's name is correct. His name right. is Charles Zim. Charles Zim. <clears throat> and I don't know if that's where maybe Invader Zim got there. Invader Zim. Maybe. I like this show. Uh. <laughs> um, there is a part where. Uh, Rico is kind of getting pissy with Dez. <coughs> Diz. Dizzy. Diz. Diz. I don't know why I write down Dez. Diz. Actually, this character in the book is actually a dude who like dies early on uh, and is not a love interest. Really? Yeah. 
So they they change the character to female. Got to have you got to have Carl. some kind of love. Carl, Carl, Carl right? <laughs> NBA, but it's it's super cool. <laughs> like this character could be. Well, I guess it would be a, a very gay story if it was a dude, but she exhibits a lot of like male qualities. Like yeah. she's super she's athletic and tough, and she's on the football team. Like she joins mobile infantry, of which men and women both like commingle. Like the shower scene, which I have a clip of. Ah, fantastic! Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the camp though, the boot camp itself is named uh, Camp Arthur Curry, and I'm not talking about Aquaman. No, no. <laughs> this uh, the camp is located uh, according to the book in the uh, Canadian Prairie, so it's it's up in Canada where they do all this. Uh, it's named after General Sir Arthur William Curry, a senior officer of the Canadian Army who fought during World War One. Uh, he had the unique distinction of starting his military career on the very bottom rung as a pre-war militia gunner before rising through the ranks to become the first Canadian commander of the Canadian Corps. Hmm. Uh, so that was a real dude. I think that uh, Mr. Heinlein... Um, would you like to norm, <clears throat> know more about it? Would you like to know more? <laughs> I think Mr. Heinlein was a fan of this guy because Heinlein himself is, a, is actually a, a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy. He oh, was really? A, nice. He was a... a um, naval officer. Yeah, so he can do a lot of studying that. So he knew his stuff, yeah. Well, a lot of the names <clears throat> throughout the story are either reference an actual fort or historical figures. Like uh, the Roger Young was a real guy. Uh, Arthur Curry. Uh, Camp fort Ticonderoga is actually a real yeah, place in New York. Yeah, so he likes to pepper those in there. Uh, Rico thinks that Diz uh, joined because of him. Because, mm. you know, they kind of have a little spout off about it. I mean, she didn't not. Yeah, no, right. she totally did. Right? Um, Everybody was following somebody else in that. This is a strange love triangle. triangle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's a scene in the shower, and I grabbed this clip, not because there's boobies in it, but because... Uh, <laughs> I can hear those boobies. Boobies. But because uh, the, there's a typical there's a guy boobies. who's kind of uh, asking everybody questions and why, yeah. why they joined, and I right. think it's kind of interesting. Here we go. Ah, well, we all have one thing in common. We were all stupid enough to sign up for mobile infantry. Breckenridge, what's your excuse? Oh, my family's all farmers. I hate farming. I mean, uh, mobile infantry is like pure picnic by comparison. All right, so they grow them big and dumb on the farm planet. Huh? And pretty! Oh, I like this! Jonathan, what about you? Oh, I'm going into politics, and you know, you gotta be a citizen for that, so here I am. Ah, you want some responsibility? Yeah! Shajumi, come on, let's keep it going. I got into Harvard. But my father says, forget it, it's going to cost an arm and a leg, you know? So, if I serve, Federation pays my way. <laughs> I want to have babies. You know, it's a lot easier to get a license if you serve, so... I'm going career. Officer's training. All the way. Ah, future Sky Marshal. All right, Rico, your turn. Who asked you to be so nosy? What, I'm the bad guy? I'm going to be a writer, you know? A writer's got a right to be nosy. Hey, Flores. You know Rico from Buenos Aires. What's his story? Oh, uh... He's here because of a girl. Is he you? This is where we live. It's not much, but it's home. So there's a couple things. Uh, is that clip over? Yeah, it's just oh, okay. fading out. A couple things leading up to the clip that I really like. Uh, when um, everyone's so, like, uh, you know, trying so hard to, like, 
to, to impress like their their superiors. Like homeboy gets his arm broken, right? Yeah. He goes, Are "You okay, son?" He goes, "Sir, yes, sir." <laughs> With holding his broken yeah, ass arm. Think my arm is broken. <clears throat> um, and then uh, at the mess hall before the shower scene, they're all uh, or Ace Ace tries to jump in line, right? And yeah, then, yeah. And Gary Busey or Gary Busey. Jake, Jake Busey. <laughs> It'd be better if it was Gary Busey. He's all my food. Yeah, uh, 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 Gary Orbish, uh, 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 um uh, books or whatever. I don't know. He just yeah. He tries to jump in line. Anyway, yeah, he tries to jump in line, and then you can see that Zim is observing this Watch, little yeah, power it. dynamic in the back go on, and then Rico wants to be the fine, upstanding soldier. He says, "Get in line, like the rest of us," which is. I don't know, just kind of like leaning into the, the fascist nature of their, you know, get in line, so to speak. So, I don't know, I thought that was interesting. <clears throat> um, but the shower scene as well, obviously, I remember my 11-year-old brain going, wait a minute, they're all in the shower together. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, my mom doesn't walk in the room right at this scene. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching it on like a VHS rental. And... Uh, the scene, I guess a lot of people had uh, were apprehensive about disrobing, as you would naturally in a co-mingled shower scene. I guess Dina Meyer and Casper Van Dien um, expressed this to Paul Verhoeven. He's like, no big deal, just just take your clothes off. And he's like, well, why don't you and the and the director of photography get, get naked also. while you while you film this scene? So they did. <laughs> wow! Everybody was like super comfortable. Here's the director and the, and the cinematographer. Naked. Everyone's just everyone's naked. I think it was on a close set too. I'm not sure. A lot of ass was... slapping going on in there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't see any dong though. So, no, I, I think I think there's like one little that elegantly covered. Yeah, well, no, there's like a section where there's like <laughs> one right. pole. Where it's like yeah, 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 Jake, yeah. Jake Busey in the back. It's like That's just right. like a yeah, pole covered. covered yeah. like, I was like, were those Busey balls? Yeah. <laughs> director of photography gets a gets an Oscar for that. Yeah, and another thing that was kind of cool is like the you, you see like it's it's not just the uh, rich kids or or poor farmers or uh, kids that can't afford college because he says uh, I got into Harvard but it would cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, and one, one lady's like, guess I want, who gets I want, tore it apart later? Yeah, one lady's like, I want to have a babies. Yeah, you know, you have to be a citizen yeah. to have babies or something like that. That's funny. Yeah, she gets eaten. Oh, she yeah. yeah, she gets yeah. dragged in, dragged <laughs> underground, <gets> <laughs> and Shijumi is the one who was like uh, an arm and a leg. It'll cost you. Literally, you see yeah, him yeah, lose yeah, an yeah. arm and a leg. Yeah. Uh, during the, the fade out of that clip, uh, he's camp. he's he's sending uh, Carmen like a little video message. Yeah, like, dude, uh, FaceTime, bro. It, no, it wasn't. It's not FaceTime. It was more of like just a video message. But yeah. yeah, and they're all you know having fun. <clears throat> Jake Busey plays like fucking yeah, apparently fiddle. He's a fiddle. A fiddle, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we, we kind of get to Carmen's section of her life. She's in flight school. We get to see a young Amy Smart in this. Yeah, um, that's true. Who's also a pilot in uh, Rat Race. She is a pilot in Rat Race. Amy Smart? Yeah. She, oh, okay. Yeah, she, she's a pilot in Rat Race. Oh, that's a great film. I know a lot of people talk about it. Yeah, I've been, that's a good one. <clears throat> um, Carmen pretty much is now going to be, she's going to be flying the big ships. Yeah. yeah. She's and, uh, That, I believe, is the... T- Tereshkova station, um, which Xander referenced. He's like, I'm shipping out of Tereshkova yeah. or whatever. It's named for Valentina Tereshkova, a uh, Russian cosmonaut. She was the first woman in space. Oh, right on. Nice. Look at all these connections. Good, yeah, good information there. Russian collusion, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Heinlein's book, it, the, it was a coalition between the UK, the US, uh, and, Rus- and Russia, I believe. Yeah. Against the uh, uh, like a Chinese hegemony, mm. which is which is the the story of the 
history in, in the book. And then, the, and then the Terran Federation, I think, took over once they defeated the hegemony. I think. I don't know. It's been a while since I read the book. The Federation. Yeah. <clears throat> we also get a capture the flag scene. Ooh. Yeah, man. Laser tag. <laughs> laser tag. Yeah. I was so like, excited watching this. Shocks get over that. Is this real? I want to play this. Yeah. And he, 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 Rico gets the flag because he's, you know, he's a leader. And, yeah. Well, uh, it shows the it shows like the relationship that him and, uh, we him. have with sports, right, yeah. and and military heroism, oh, yeah. right, and being able to approach it like that's why we call you know sports war and all of that. So we went to war down there today, you know. It's like, yeah, you like, especially with like American <laughs> football, <laughs> right? Because yeah. you you're on football. a gridiron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not on a field. You're <laughs> like, on a gridiron. Yeah, but that's why we have the fascination with those. But I thought it was an interesting parallel where they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this play. Yeah, do the it's number like, thirty nine. Yeah, literally six like the flip, or whatever. The flip something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like okay. <laughs> he, he does it again. He does it three times. He does it in the football game. He does it here, and then he does it when he takes out the tanker bug later. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he does. I think. Something I, like that. Yeah, he I think jumps so. on it. He's, yeah, fin- he he's essentially it. just doing a, a flippy onto a thing, which isn't in itself like strategically. You do that, find a bug, mister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've never fought, <laughs> yeah. never fought a tanker right. bug. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Those are really good. <clears throat> Speaking of the, the tech and the, the animation that they yeah. did, the special effects, those big bugs were solid. Phil Tippett, man. Yeah, especially yeah. for 1997, that still holds up. Well, yeah, I mean, that comes incredible. from like special effects royalty and Phil Tippett. He's the guy that did all the dinosaur work on Jurassic Park. Oh, he gotcha. worked on... Um, Star Wars, you know, the Tauntauns okay. and everything, all the stop motion animation. So yeah, yeah they, they had they got they tapped a real good dude to to make and a lot of that a lot of that CGI I think still holds up pretty well twenty three years later. Super good. You know? I, yeah, I, I didn't see any I didn't see any fucking flaws I didn't like at all. Yeah. yeah. No, there wasn't like any smudgy aspects. <clears throat> yeah. Not at all. Great. Rico when he gets his own squad, he's all excited and happy and he gets some mail in. You got a video card and he pops it in and it's Carmen. She's like, Look where I am at. You can I see mean, Jupiter and Saturn and <laughs> and uh behind the camera is uh Xander and I'm boning him, so we're breaking up pretty much. Cause she says that she wants to go career. It's so a, it's a dear John letter. Pretty yeah, much. For sure. Yeah, while everyone is watching. He's yeah. There. Well, yeah, the, everyone's like, "Ooh, the whole, the whole yeah," because they have, they had, they haven't seen what she looked like, so they're like, right. "Woo!" And then they're like, oh. "Yeah." Uh, <laughs> but what does Jake? What does Jake Busey say? He's like, they always want to be your friends after they rip your heart out. Yeah, yeah, they always want to be your friends after they rip your heart out. Yeah, like, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> and then then we go to the, the live simulation. So this is where they're oh they're, they're, the yeah, <clears throat> live ammunition. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're firing. They're firing. One of the guys, his helmet's messing up. Keeps slipping and keeps he can't slipping. see anything. He can't yeah. see. So he's getting in Rico, people's way. Rico takes the helmet off to try to fix it, yeah. and one of the girl infantry people falls and mm-hmm. fucking Discharges blows. Yeah, gun, blows yeah. that dude's head clean off. Yeah, clean the first off. of many. Explosion. So let's just say Rico is demoted very quickly from squad leader. <laughs> Instantly. Quickly. <laughs> quickly. <clears throat> and, he, and then he, uh, uh, he's got to go talk to the, like, the whatever the ranking superior is over yeah. Zim. It's Dean Norris. Yep. Yeah, which uh, you would know from, like, Breaking Bad and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. This movie is kind of a reunion of sorts for a few people who worked on Total Recall, also directed by Verhoeven. You got mm-hmm. Marshall Bell. He's that spastic officer that the they general. find later yeah, the general. in We're a closet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. And of course, Michael Ironside yeah. was uh, Victor. Welcome to the party, Victor. Yeah. And then, um, what the fuck? I just lost it. Oh, Dean Norris was also in Total Recall, but he had that weird shit on his face. So, oh, right on. There you go. Interesting. 
Three it's always nine. nice when directors are like, hey, you want to come, we'll come, yeah. come, come to do this? this one too? Yeah, come to this one. You want it's another sci-fi yeah. movie? Come on in. I've worked sure. with you before. Yeah, You're yeah, good. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that. Uh, Rico gets uh, lashings. So he gets oh. marched out, Kunta Kinte style, and just <laughs> gets it down. Is it was it intentional that they that they made the white guy getting lashed by the black uh, officer? I want to think so. I have so? to say yeah. yes. I have to say yes too. Yeah, I have to say yes. Yeah, given every other aspect of this film. Yes, I, I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he takes the licks and everything's Whew, fine. But rough. yeah, he even drops the little mouthpiece out of his. It's like he's taking it on. He doesn't need yeah, any, he's any he's help. Absorbing right? it. He's yeah. absorbing the whole thing. <laughs> right? He's proud now. Well, then Proud he decides, citizen. fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, then he quits, right? He quits. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, why'd you quit? Blah, blah. Talks to his parents, like, <laughs> mom, dad, I'm sorry, I'm coming home. And <laughs> as he's talking to his parents, you see, like, this cloud come over, like, what is that, rain? And then, yeah. And then it goes off. And then uh, there's... Do we, do yeah. we sort of yada yada over the scene Which right one? before this where um, Carmen and Xander are having coffee? And he's, she's like, oh, I, I uh, recalibrated the, the trajectory. Oh, changed yeah. The coordinates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. Sorry. That's all right. It's, they're yeah. right back to back to each other. Yeah. Because it's because of that that they run in. Well, not because of her, but they run into an asteroid. Uh, the asteroid and the gravity well is like pulling the liquid in the glass, but not the, the glass. Yeah. So I was like, come on now. But, <laughs> but you know, I don't know, maybe who, it's like a magnetic glass or something. But like they, they completely yada yada over like faster than light travel too. They just they yeah, just assume that it's something you can do. There's an asteroid yeah. that's like <clears throat> heading towards Earth and right. they try to maneuver it, but it kills their <clears throat> communication, so they can't right. send a signal to Earth warning them that there's a big fucking asteroid. And that, and that asteroid <laughs> is uh hits Buenos Aires and, and just as you said, like they, they they look up and they see this dark cloud. Well, well, is it supposed to rain? It wouldn't it would come in a whole hell of a lot hotter than that. They yeah. wouldn't even see the cloud right. because the pressure wave would just flatten every fucking thing and his parents would literally yeah. So just Rico just Rico just thinks the communication went out. So he's like, yeah. wa- he's about to leave, and then there's a bunch <laughs> of commotion, and I, I have a little clip. This is them like preparing for war almost, uh-huh. and they find out what happened. So here it is. Uh, there's going to be. Well, I just want to make sure it's not two back to back. Here we go. Yeah, because I have the aftermath, but no, it's not. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> the devastation we are seeing is unparalleled. Judging from early estimates, millions dead. A city in ruins. Is that Geneva? Goddamn bugs whacked his child. The meteor was shot out of orbit by bug plasma that derived from Clendathu, the arachnid's home planet. Nothing lives in what was once called the Latin Paradise. Oh, Johnny, it's us. Buenos Aires has been wiped off the earth. Tom. The Federal Council met moments ago and voted unanimously for mobilization to destroy the arachnid threat. Jim, we need you here. I want combat, sir. The only way you're gonna see combat is if you bust yourself to private. Get me? Yes, sir, I get you. Sir! What do you want, Rico? I wish to reconsider my request to drop out, sir. You already signed your 1248, son. It wouldn't be legal. Major, I know it was wrong. 
I didn't learn from one mistake and I made another, sir. You made your decision, son. Sir, my family, my whole family was in Buenos Aires, sir. Is this your signature, Rico? Sir, yes, it is, sir. Doesn't look like it to me. Carry on, Frank. Yes, sir. Out of the ashes of Buenos Aires comes first sorrow, then anger. The only good bug is a dead bug. In Geneva, the Federal Council convenes. We must meet the threat with our valor, our blood, indeed with our very lives, to ensure that human civilization, not insect, dominates this galaxy now and always. Sky Marshal Deans announces plans for an offensive against Clandathu, source of the bug meteor that destroyed Buenos Aires. Every day, federal scientists are looking for new ways to kill bugs. Your basic arachnid warrior isn't too smart, but you can blow off a limb... ...and it's still 86% combat effective. Here's a tip. Aim for the nerve stem and put it down for good. Would you like to know more? Everyone's doing their part. Are you? The war effort needs your effort. At work, at home, in your community. We now break net and take you live to Fleet Battle Station Ticonderoga, deep inside the arachnid quarantine zone, where the men and women of the Federal Armed Services prepare to attack. DXQ uplink on two. One, you're on. No one here in the AQZ knows exactly when the invasion of Clendathu will occur, but everyone's talking about it, and the talk says tomorrow. Here's a bunch of MI kids that look like they could eat bugs for lunch. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. So, Trooper, you're not too worried about fighting the arachnids? Hey, shoot a nuke down a bug hole, you got a lot of dead bugs. Now, I just right? hope it's not over before we get some. <laughs> <laughs> some say the bugs were provoked by the intrusion of humans into their natural habitat, that a live and let live policy is preferable to war with the bugs. Let me tell you something. I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Kill the bugs. <laughs> so yeah, now they're on the Ticonderoga, mm -hmm. and uh, they they go and they get uh, tattoos. Yeah, Sorry, I've seen tattoos. people get those, those tattoos. What does it say again? It's a uh, death from above. Death from above. Yeah, because they're the essentially the Space Marines that get in the drop ships. Drop ships. Yeah, uh, hit the ground. Rico runs into Carmen. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. uh oh, oh yeah, an old Xander. And Xander, there too. an old uh, old bed hair. Old bed hairs there. <laughs> no, that was like. <laughs> That was like Supercut's hair back in like the, <laughs> the 90s. Yeah, what was going on there? What was that style? Was it just like a... There was like this poof kind of thing that yeah. they would like and then they would make like, a little Oof. spiky area down your part. Uh-huh. And dudes everywhere had that thing. I might remember that style. Not that one Douchey particularly, guys. but it was always like the kids with the puka shell necklaces or... Uh, mm -hmm. You know... Um, some frosted tips. A man. certain style. Yeah, they well, they would do this this like... 
swoop up got in the, the front. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It evolved. Into they would like, comb their hair forward, <laughs> and they would do this like, bing, this like swoop up right at the front. It would stick up. Oh yeah, for a second. Yep. <clears throat> so there was like that, or like the bowl cut. Uh, yeah, I literally, I literally just wrote down cockfight because that's basically what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, before they start fighting, rank doesn't matter here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone hear me? Rank doesn't matter. I, uh, I, I feel like Johnny got the best licks in on that one. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I think Johnny that, won that, that Xander one. dude was like elbowing that yes, shit out of his yes. chest. Oh yeah, brother, let me get you with the elbow drop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go come after him. That's the road style. Bam. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. I'll feel Maricone dream. That's right. That's the road. There's there's that that little moment when he's talking to Carmen. You, you can barely hear it, but there's music in the background. And apparently, it's the '90s band Magic Star. Oh, right on. It's like yeah. one of their like songs. It's barely even noticeable in there, but it's in there. I didn't notice it. I the only reason I noticed because the X-ray popped up and I was watching it on Prime, and it was like boom, Magic Star. And I was like, what the fuck? Nice. I always forget to watch it on Prime. I need to start doing that again. Uh, yeah, so they get the fight, they break it away, and it's like, come mm-hmm. on, Johnny, you know, infantry and fight, don't yeah. miss. tattoos, yeah. man. You know? um, and then we get the first wave, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diz was leading that charge, too. Yeah, yeah Diz was <laughs> definitely. <laughs> She's like, ooh, Johnny, beat him yeah. up. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. When My they were, man. It made me think of this scene. I'm making a Dune reference here. It's been a while. <laughs> There's a scene in the book, God Emperor of Dune, where <clears throat> I can't remember the the character's name, but the God Emperor leader of the second has a legion of women warriors that he calls the fish speakers. No relation. And, uh, there's, (laughs) there's a scene where she, uh, this, this woman, I fucking forget her name, but she's watching Duncan Idaho scale a wall. Um, he's just one of the many in a line of succession of golas that Mm -hmm. serve the God Emperor for 1500 years or however long. So he's watching him. She's watching him ascend to this wall. He makes it to the top, and she fucking orgasms. Uh, <laughs> so I was thinking about Dizzy's watching <laughs> Rico get yeah. all cocksure and yeah. over there fighting the the fleet and probably you know flooding the basement herself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a slow burn for her to get to the Very the bet. tent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first, uh, the first wave yeah. of the. Uh, so when they're flying in, and you see like these blue lights coming from the mm-hmm. planet, and you know the captain of the flight crew they're is like, well, it's nothing. Like we'll be fine. It's just lights." Uh, because they got- games and theory said it's going to be random and light. Yeah, uh, and I think there's a Reddit, there's a Reddit uh, fan theory that suggests that maybe the games and theory allowed the asteroid to hit Earth, thus. Giving them a reason to, to do that, you know, like the Gulf of what's it, the Tom, Tom, Gulf of Tonkin. Tonkin was that the thing? T O N K I N. Or the Lusitania sort the of Gulf thing. Gulf of Tonkin was the supposedly I think the f- false flag. Thing yeah, that, yeah. It's just supposed it's to galvanize started, yeah, people yeah, yeah, to be yeah, like yeah. fucking exactly. war. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the, those blue lights actually start hitting ships, and they start like, <clears> fucking exploding. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh like, my god, they lied to us. Get out of here! Giant lightning bugs on the surface that poop these explosive tips out of their butts into space into space too <laughs> and they look like they're going kind of slow or maybe it's just, just like they got escape velocity like coming off the ground i don't know i don't or, know i don't know what the atmosphere is like on planet on Klendathu. i think they said it was a, a heavy gravity or something didn't they uh there was something there was a clip where they say something well, again it, the one thing they couldn't do in this movie due to budget constraints is, is put the troopers in the armored power suits like the mech warrior thing yeah, yeah and that would have been why they could uh do any kind of battle on on another extra 
terrestrial Yeah, because they're just literally running in there with, like, bicycle helmets on. Essentially. Yeah. 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 And, and, like, chest protectors. And, yeah, light armor. Very light <laughs> armor. Uh, of which they made thousands of those costumes. Oh, yeah. And those costumes were reused in a lot of stuff. You'd see it pop up in Firefly and, and like, oh, later nice. seasons of Power Rangers. Uh, like, hey, you guys want to buy some stuff? Seriously, yeah, no, thousands not? of those helmets. You can you can still buy, you can find them online. You can still buy some of them, or you can buy, like, a replica. Or a replica, or, or like, a, so you can screen print some of them. Uh, like, the <laughs> weapons, the gun is called a Merida. Um, there's a lot of props of those you can buy, and I think there was somebody made one functioning. Dang. Uh Weapon that could fire at least I don't know maybe blanks, uh, <laughs> maybe <clears throat> blanks, blanks. Yeah, but is before, while they're doing the drop. Sorry, is my last little piece. When they get into that drop ship and that one guy's like, "We are going in with the first wave," yeah, which means more bugs for us to kill. Yeah, um, something, something, something. But that guy's uh, Lieutenant Willie. Uh, he's played by a um, fuck. I didn't write down his name. Well, that that guy is the son of former President Gerald Ford. Oh, interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, His name cool. is something Ford. Something, something <laughs> Ford. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, the blue lights. Um, Carmen's ship gets hit, so you think maybe she dies. Oh yeah, she doesn't, but you think yeah. she does. Um, infantry lands. I literally just said you see the big, big ass launchers. So the big, big bug ass, ass bug yeah. ass launchers. Um, you know they're shooting shit out of their ass. And Stephen Ford. Excuse me. I want to do that guy. Stephen Ford. I want to do him right. Stephen Ford. Anyway, go Stephen ahead. Ford. But bombs. Yeah, and then they nuke it. You know, they have these, these little fucking nuclear missile rocket launcher things yeah. that shoulder, shoulder wipe mounted. up everything. Yeah. yeah, shit doesn't really uh, go well. Uh, and this is what you see at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. That we yeah. flash back from. Exactly. I wrote down lots of bugs. Lots of bugs. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where we A lot get of the characters you've, you've kind of been following. Die. Die. Die instantly. Yeah. Everybody pretty much Bye. dies. Homegirl that wanted babies. Yeah. Dead. Kitten, dead. Shijumi, in pieces. The uh, fucking reporter guy. Eaten. And then camera, re- guy. camera guy. Camera guy. Camera yeah. guy got it, too. And he just sit there fucking pointing. I know, yeah. These, the, like, <laughs> that was my favorite. Every time I see this this scene, it reminds me of Pitch Black. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the bugs remind me of that kind of... Those yeah. kind of bugs. Yeah, like, they I go, feel you. Yeah. I don't know. I just they're, always do it. And these bugs look great. Like, like lobster-like. We got these... Yeah. Claws, pincers, or yeah, sort of. Yeah, no, situation. they're more like spears. Yeah, like it's like a praying mantis spear. Yeah, like a praying mantis. Spear. Aren't, do all arachnids have eight limbs? Because these bugs don't. They have six. They have four base limbs and then two, two little prongs? army guys. Yeah, they call know. them arachnids, but yeah. they're definitely not arachnids. Again, to the book, I, they make them seem like really like like hive mind drones that that don't know fear or anything. They just want to keep right. coming at you and killing you, which is true right. for the book, but. I guess there's parts of the book too that uh, call them pseudo arachnids, and that part of their caste system of species uh, actually are intelligent, and they have interstellar travel and spaceships that they can actually use. And just these these right. warrior types are just the um, well, that's yeah, that's one of the things about the like, the through the whole thing. You you get these clips of like scientists and philosophers debating whether or not the bugs are smart, right. and then they're able to send an asteroid through like yeah. a wormhole, <laughs> yeah. crash into the Earth, right? And it's like, but they're not smart. <laughs> like, well, maybe they are. <laughs> well, yeah, and, I, and I, I got obviously we learned that later that there there is a smart brain, brain smart bug. bug. Yeah, Rico gets uh, pretty much beat to shit. He gets a big 
spike. He gets a gets pincher, like, or pincher through, through the leg. leg. Yeah, yeah. He rips it up. And That's just, gnarly too. Dude, yeah. And you know what I love? He starts shotgunning the fuck out of him. And uh-huh. I'm like, why isn't everybody using the shotgun? Because it seems to work a lot better than the machine no, guns. I would imagine you'd want to stay as far away from those fuckers. That's true. As possible. So he what does kind that. Of reach yeah. they have, you Seems know? like a really inefficient way of like taking those things down. This is the like, future. Why don't we have lasers? Unloading. Yeah. 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 I couldn't imagine the amount of ammo that they had to carry around. Me- Megan made a really important part when we were watching it, especially at the very end scene when they're in the base. She's uh-huh. like, where's all the, where are all the shells? You look on the ground and there's like, there's mm-hmm. no ammunition oh, yeah. shells. You hear them in the ground. Where She's are like, they? They would be slipping around like yeah. crazy. Apparently that was a, that's a point. Um, in this movie too, or, or a piece of trivia at the, at the at this time, the, the this movie used the most ammunition ever. Oh dang! On a production because you bet. see them the, the, popping caps, yeah, everywhere, all the time. It takes <laughs> like five like, people to take down one bug. You they, know, they shoot the, the guys like giving the bug, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, you see its everywhere. eyeball, yeah, and yeah. it's like, oh shit! And, and uh, did they show us the eye because it's supposed to show some kind of like human like. Oh, is there something behind the eyes? Does it feel fear? What's well, going on? Especially when we later on, uh, yeah. and, and Rico get like when Rico's shotgunning, he you see like a bug come at the TV and then <laughs> yeah. it goes away. Yeah, and uh, I have another little commercial, which is the aftermath. Crisis for humankind. Fleet officials admit they underestimated the arachnids' defensive capability. Accepting responsibility for Klendathu, Sky Marshal Deans resigns. His successor, Sky Marshal Tahat Maru, outlines her new strategy. To fight the bug, we must understand the bug. We can ill afford another Klendathu. Would you like to know more? Federal scientists struggle to explain the intelligent military actions of the arachnids. When a colony reaches a certain size, 300 generations or something, it gets smarter. Insects with intelligence? Have you ever met one? I can't believe I am hearing this nonsense. This is the most ridiculous conversation I have ever had. There is some kind of bug that we haven't seen yet. A leadership cast, a, a hive brain. Brain bugs? Frankly, I find the idea of a bug that thinks offensive. I like that little part when she's yelling at him mm. and she stomps his foot like a yeah. bug. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shut yeah. Him up. I didn't think oh, about yeah. that. It's kind of interesting. <clears throat> it's sort of like uh, it definitely predates and predicts, you know, uh, television opinionated news mm-hmm. like well before 9-11. Like, I think 9-11 was really when like sensationalist like news media became what it is. Almost like it was using sports <clears throat> sports media to like model their the swoop ins and like shit like that and oh yeah you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. C- uh, Carmen survives you see her ship pulling up to like the big base space base or whatever space yeah. station and you see all these ships that are just all fucked in turmoil like beat, yeah. beat to shit again I think this was games in theory like intentionally doing that doing just so it. they could see they could sort of temper what it was temper like, the waters you know and see what's going on what know, are we really up against she she goes like the to <coughs> see who's dead types in Johnny Rico's name pops up Johnny yeah. Rico dead K-I-A. Killed, killed in action K-I-A but guess what Rico ain't dead no he's in a back to tank he's, he's, yeah he's sitting there in a tank getting his leg all healed up and then, like, yeah. uh, Diz and Jake Busey and mm. whatever the other person is, like, they're like, look, you're dead. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he's got, he's in good spirits about it, though. 
He is. Because yeah. <laughs> he's going to be out in a few days. Yeah, right? we, 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 like, I want that medical tech. What's that? I want that medical tech. Holy yeah, shit. Right? I'd be taking more chances. Like, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Just throw me in the tank. Yeah, man. <laughs> Free wheeling. But uh, they couldn't repair the one guy's arm, right? Like, there, there's all the amputees walking around. So it's like. Yeah, uh, there's like amputees. Like, like Maybe they the are the, the product of uh, a, a right bygone right era. And because, like, as soon as like Breckenridge's arm was broken, he had that blue thing on it. Ace wore the, like, the same thing on his hand oh, after the knife right. went through it. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm looking for too much logic and something that requires my suspension of disbelief. Bugs anyway. pooped blue into outer space, man. <laughs> Bugs pooped blue into outer uh, space. Bugs pooped blue. They poop blue. <laughs> it's a talk about a shit storm. Talk about yeah, explosive yeah, yeah, yeah. poops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rain of fire. That's great. Rico and uh, the team, they get new orders, and uh, we get to see, we get to hear a familiar face. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, here it is. Yours? Where have you been besides Big K? Outer Ring, Zegama Beach. Zegama Beach. I always wanted to go there. Good luck. It's not there anymore. So I hear your lieutenant's a real nutbuster. <laughs> no one talks about the lieutenant that way. You saved my life. Mine too. Same for me. Me too. Well. Sounds like he's quite a guy. Who do you think saved your ass? Stand by. Attention on deck. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. You don't do your job, I'll shoot you. You get me. We get you, sir! <laughs> Welcome to the Roughnecks. Ratchets, Roughnecks! <gasps> At ease, listen up. Got a new Sky Marshal and a new battle plan. Gonna clean out the system's outlying Clendathu one planet at a time. Tomorrow we hit Tango Urilla. After Fleet glasses the planet, MI mops up. Carry on. You know, I was just thinking about something. You were, we were, you mentioned uh, why wouldn't they be able to, you know, help the amputees? Mm. Um, maybe, maybe in this case, like maybe Ratchak's case, when he shows back up, he's got a mechanical arm, right? <clears throat> and then when they fight that tanker bug in the next scene, uh, Homegirl gets her arm like completely evaporated. Off. So maybe it's not so much uh, couldn't yeah, save yeah, it; it was yeah. just their limbs were obliterated, gone. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, so they they That's go some nasty stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they go to start cleaning out the outlying <clears throat> planets that are around, like the big planet. Yeah, we get some good old fashioned bug killing. We do, and we get to see the big fire bugs, like the beetles that spit yeah. fucking yeah. liquid lava. Yeah, they evolved with a lot of like weapons. You well, know, like these, bugs. these people, these bugs, bugs have a lot are, of chemical. Yeah, like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, like when you think about it, bigger right? the bug, bigger the Ants, fire mantis. Bees. <clears throat> that's what they're the yeah that's what i was warrior thinking. bugs make me think yeah, of yeah. like the mantis yep. with their limbs and shit isn't it true though that uh xenobiologists uh or or whatever branch of uh speculative kind of like cryptozoologist <laughs> yeah cryptozoologist. Well, i've heard somewhere that if we were to encounter an alien species they would most likely be insectoid huh i don't, I don't know. know what the you because know, obviously, insects tend to last longer. Mammals. 
Right, because of the resilience. Yeah, yeah we're, we're lucky. Adapt. We're lucky in that we're mammals on this planet, but we've had bugs of all yeah. degree for way longer than we've been around. Sure. Yeah. And then probably even beyond. So the, I don't know. That's just what uh, because uh, Orson Scott Card does the same thing in Ender's Game, like the Formics, also known as buggers, right, are insectoid, and I think that's where my head went when I was thinking about. Yeah, Megan even said Megan said she was getting Ender's Game feels when she was watching. She ended up oh, totally, totally. Um, Rico becomes corporal. He's kind of working up the ranks because everyone's fucking everyone dying dies. around him. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's even what he says too. He's like, "You're yeah. my corporal until you're dead. Until you're dead, yeah. or I find or somebody I find better." better. <laughs> yeah. um, also, uh, Dez and Rico, Diz and Rico, mm-hmm. get it on. You finally bump on. uglies. Yeah, because like they're, they're like after and the, they get twenty minutes. To yeah, do well, it. because after the big, yeah. yeah after the big fight. Um, you know, a Rechek walks up and he's like, he's like, remember last time you asked me for yeah. advice and I didn't really give you any. He's yeah. like, this time take my advice and don't give away a sure thing. Yeah, yeah, never, <laughs> never let go of a sure thing. And he like shows up. He's like, I expect the best and I give the best. And he's like, beer, football, have fun. That's an order. And so they do. Yeah, and, the, and then they're about to have some sexy time, and then the <laughs> you know lieutenant comes back in. He's like, "All right, we got, we got to ship out in ten minutes." He's like, "Who's in there with you?" Yeah, he's like, "You know what? Better Flores, make that twenty yeah. minutes." What 20 a guy! Minutes. Yeah. yeah, and then Rico's These like, "Fascists are all nice." Like, yeah, we we can do it twenty minutes. We can do it 20 when minutes. it comes to baby making. Yeah, right. Because you got well, more fascists. Yeah, yes, yes. Just everyone's the, imagine the casualties. Like, no, yeah, we encourage yeah, that. We get, in more, there, get in there. We need more fascists. Yeah. They were killing yeah. them all in battle. Baby making girl, but we lost strong Clendathu. So yeah, right. A, a lot, of, a lot of the, uh, the the planets that they're on. Mega looked it up as is South Dakota is where they filmed a lot. Oh of yeah, these. yeah. Because like the Badlands. Oh, true. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, they cool. they go to a new planet. We get to see some wing bugs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which are kind of weird. The popping the heads off bugs. Yeah, well, we're not we're not to the popping the heads off just oh, yet. Those those guys are cool. Um, but they they find this outpost because they had a, they heard a distress signal. Mm-hmm. So they go to the outpost. It's destroyed. Everyone's just murdered, mm-hmm. destruction. Um, and they kind of see where the bugs came out. They're like, oh man, they came in while they're eating chow. Yeah. And I have this clip where we kind of find something different. Is this something when new? Marshall Bell shows up? Yes. Cool. And here it is. Coado. God, Flores. God, I hate this place. What's that look like to you, Rico? Looks like a bug was in his brain, sir. (sighs) They sucked his brains out. Up the general. Going to the station. We better get out of here. General, sir. Thank God for you. All of you. You're all going to be heroes. Every last one of you. Close that hole, sir. I had to evade capture. The security of the Federation was at stake. I have operational knowledge of what we're up to out here. Flores, I need that uplink. Working on it, sir. Damn it. 
See? They get in your mind. Look, they did it to Farley. They got in his mind. They make you do things. They made Farley call headquarters. The distress call was a trap. They're just like us. They want to know what makes us tick. They want to know us so they can kill us. Roughnecks, this is Lee. Prepare for attack. I repeat, we're going to be attacked. Where's the retrieval boat? Mayday, Mayday, this is Roughneck 2-0 to battle group. Do you read? Oh, God! We're going to die! Don't you understand? We're all going to die! Uh, Second squad, uh, Control yourself, General. I can't! I can't! But we should just shoot me. Lieutenant! Uh, He's just a little out of his mind, sir. Warm it all up! Everything you've got! Come on, you hate! You want to live forever? Come on, you apes. Yeah. You want to live forever? You want to live forever. This scene is one of my favorites, too, because. I didn't know this until I read this earlier today that I think some of the, the fort defense scenes, some of the shots are supposed to be like a direct like tribute or homage to the movie Zulu, nineteen sixty four. So uh, With, there's uh, that. Is it Michael Caine? <clears throat> I don't remember. I think Michael. Caine, <laughs> I think Michael Caine's in that one. Um. Yeah, and then we we get the. Some good head popping. Yeah, we get we get a lot of bugs. I mean, a lot of bugs lot attacking of bugs. The, the winged the winged ones are just popping heads off left mm-hmm. and right. I think a tanker comes up from underneath the fort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I do this, head. two dudes get like completely like. Yeah, I just wrote down bug army because that's yeah. pretty yeah. much what it is. No, um, it's just swarm, frightening. Swarm. They're calling for an airlift, and yeah. they're like, "We need an airlift. We need mm-hmm. an airlift now." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What? Right? Like, bring it on top of us." And they're like, yeah. "What? Well, you better have I'm a crazy, crazy pilot. pilot." Yeah, don't yeah. worry, we have one. Burr, 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 burr. Guess who it is? Carmen. Yeah. You know what? Uh, there was <laughs> a, I think there was supposed to be a subplot in this, or or maybe it was mentioned in the book again. I don't recall, but you remember in the beginning when when she had those uh, really good math scores? Yeah, and he didn't. Right. Yeah, that was supposed to allude to the fact that she's a math genius, and that's why she could recalibrate the uh, the trajectory for their 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 warp space shit, yeah. path um and that her father was also a pilot so she came from like a military family so there was all this stuff that made her kind of naturally good at all these things and not just a mary sue which i don't think they ever like fleshed that out yeah because no. i think they were more worried about like the dizzy flores like subplot and making this scene in particular like the emotional anchor for the lead of the movie right and we all know what happens next. Yeah, the airlift yeah. is coming, but uh, <clears throat> the floor opens up underneath uh, Ironside, mm-hmm. and he gets, oh, that's right, he gets kind of fallen in very tremors. Yeah, style, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And he's shooting up a storm, and they they pull him out, which rips his whole body Ugh. off. Yeah, and he, you know he's because earlier he had killed one of his own men. He's like, I expect you guys to do the same for me. Yeah, yeah. so he makes fucking Rico, Rico shoot him. You know what to do. Shoots him. <laughs> Yeah. And, then, yeah. and, then, and then out of that hole, you get like that big fire breathing beetle thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Diz throws a grenade, like, good shot, yep. like, right in yeah. the mouth. Head explodes. And she's like she running towards the airlift, that. like, yay. Made it. And then kablow. She, she gets fuck, impaled she, like yeah. four times. Feared, yeah. 
hard. Yeah, and, and like and it just the, toys with her too. And it, that's, yeah, it's just, that's right. She is kind of like he doesn't just like rip her apart like before. He kind of you know plays with her for a little toys bit. Plays with her, and then they shoot the fuck out of it, and like there's an arm, like one of the bug arms, like impaled through her. Yeah. Oh, it broke off, and, and Rico just pulls it, pulls it out. out. It looks like, and it's serrated on one side, and it's oh. like, why would you do that? Because it's probably what's holding her together right now. Get her to that yeah, back yeah. to tank. Never. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, I don't know where in the timeline or if it's supposed to be some kind of reboot, but in, in Trader of Mars, the animated sequel that came out later, I think three years ago or whenever, well, Dizzy Flores is back. All right. Somehow. Somehow. And it's Dina Meyer, too, doing the doing the voice, the voice. voice acting with Casper Van Dien. Yeah. Huh. But uh, yeah, I never watched it. <laughs> yeah, same. No. The everybody gets on the transport. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the hair. He's there. The hair is there. Yeah, hair the is hair's there. there. Your buddy Rico's back yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, just let you know, your buddy Rico's still alive. <gasps> I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing uh, us bumping up these is over. So. <laughs> Um, no it ain't it ain't Carmen's terrible and then you get she's so unlikable you get this like really pretty good death scene from Diz like you know Rico I don't want to go blah 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 good death scene don't let go don't let go and that's the sort of emotional anchor that pulls you in as the viewer and kind of gives Rico his resolve yeah I suppose and we get a funeral and I have a little clip of the funeral because mm. uh, we get a little more information uh, and this is where the three friends sort yeah, of this uh, is where Neil Patrick Harris and Carmen again. and everybody meets up again here it is excellent <clears throat> keep pushing the wrong button today Requid. once somebody asked me if I knew the difference between a citizen and a civilian I can tell you now a citizen has the courage to make the safety of the human race their personal responsibility. Dizzy was my friend. She was a soldier. But more than that, she was a citizen of the Federation. Prison! I'm sorry it had to be your unit on P. That mission had a very low survival probability. The bugs laid a trap for us, didn't they? Elegant proof of intelligence, isn't it? We thought there might be a brain bug on P. You knew and you sent them anyway? We couldn't afford to launch an operation if there wasn't one. You don't approve? Well, too bad. We're in this for the species, boys and girls. It's simple numbers. They have more. And every day, I have to make decisions that send hundreds of people like you to their deaths. Didn't they tell you, Colonel? That's what the mobile infantry's good for. I hope you're ready for more. We're going back to P to capture that brain. 
The roughnecks are always ready, sir. I hear they need a new lieutenant. Want the job? I'll take it. Until I get killed or you find someone better. Take care of yourself, Johnny. I'll see you again. So they're getting ready. <laughs> Away to, they go. They're going back to P. When NPH comes in in that uh, that costume. SS officer uniform, like, uh, yeah, he's been jokingly referred to as Doogie Himmler. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> there was something else I just read too that I was like interesting. That uh, Dookie Himmler. Oh, Casper Van Dien. I guess said in an interview he was asked why a blonde-haired, blue-eyed actor would pay would play an Argentinian, uh, Juan Rico, and he suggests that his character is descendant of exiled Germans. Mm. You know, because I guess some Nazi uh, yeah, fugitives all, went to Argentina. Argentina. Yeah, 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 went down to South America. And apparently, I don't know how true this is. I saw an image of it, but I could never find it. When I was watching the movie, is like on the back of some of the ships, or one of the ships, um, is they a, break for no one. No, no, that's funny. No, a <laughs> hidden um, Millennium Falcon, like oh, worked into the texture. Really? Yeah. Huh. And speaking of big ass ships, when Carmen, and this is kind of retroactive. I meant to say this earlier. When when Carmen's back in the ship out, oh, yeah. and she <laughs> turns it. Oh yeah, yeah. and she's like Why? one meter away, two meters. You away. have. The entire expanse behind you for right. just back it straight out, darling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Anyway. I was going to make a joke. I'm not going to. Oh, about lady drivers? <laughs> yeah. So not good in the future either? Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, Unnecessary risk. So they're looking you know, for the smart Our bug. comment section. Rest in peace to our comment section. Though. <laughs> as um, as the ship is flying towards uh, P, Carmen's ship gets hit because they're mm. blasting, you know, the Booty juice. The booty juice. <laughs> booty sweat coming at you. <laughs> I'm going to break out one of these booty sweats I got back in Da Nang. Why don't you bring over the can of some uh, Al Pacino's ass water over there? <laughs> um, anyway. The airship gets hit. Um, they pretty much have to flee, so they get into a little escape pod, right. mm-hmm. and they kind of crash land, and they hit a fucking mountain is what they really sure happens, and yeah. they go through the mountain. And part of that scene the, was interesting too because they like they get out of, like they're flying in the little pod right yeah. inside of it they're bouncing all around like yeah. crazy but then when you see the outside shot it's just like smooth sailing yeah right? yeah 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 and like what what the hell is going on inside of that turbulence <laughs> and the actress who plays uh, Captain uh, Deladier yeah uh, her name's Brenda Strong she's in a lot of television her career is is very long as well I'm talking like Cheers Seinfeld she's oh, wow. all over the place. Her first one of her first roles was as a nurse in a small bit role on Spaceballs. <laughs> yes, sir. As a nurse, a nurse, yeah. Probably real fast. I'm not sure it was like even a speaking she, like, role. One of the nurses, like oh, in the very she, beginning, where either they're, that they're, or she's one of the sexy nurses that um, maybe she, she might be the sexy nurse that anybody tell me that that's making <laughs> out with uh, <laughs> it's like right there. Right, right it's like we have Doctor Fleshman here. He's going to give you back your old nose. No. And he's got like a hot assistant. Maybe, it might be yeah, her. it could have been. It just says nurse. In it the just credits. says nurse. Yeah, okay. so nice. maybe that's her. Um, yeah, so they they, cr- they crash into like a mountain, which is like a hollow because the bugs tunnel underground and shit. Right. And the bugs start coming after them, and they're calling for help. And Carmen gets on, and you hear, "Oh my god, 
Who answers? Rico. Bum, bum. Rico. Mm-hmm. Rico. Yeah. And but then uh, he makes a cold decision. <clears throat> yeah, because the bugs start attacking him and you think they're dead and he's like they're they're yeah, not there. Out. And they're like, gonna they're gonna mount a, a rescue. Yeah. Yeah. So his like second in command is like, We're gonna go rescue and he's like, Nope, they're dead. But then but then when they're in the tunnel, there's two ways. He's forking the road. Yeah. And they're gonna go this way. He's, and like, he's like, I wait, feel like I should go this. Way. Feel like we gotta go this way. She's Carmen's dead. this way. Because he's getting dead. a little, it's a little psychic. Uh-huh. Getting a little, little tingle. Is it a bleed over from the brain bug? You think? Like, does it get? Well, is that oh, like, is it like sort of like amplifying oh. thoughts out there? Maybe. Well, in the in the in, interesting. Well, in the end clip, you know, he even asks Neil Patrick Harris about it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, what because he, he, he can feel its fear, right? Yeah. Um. This, uh, I'm kind of backtracking a little bit as well, but mm-hmm. I'm wondering if this was an intentional thing. It's, it's sort of another Star Wars reference. <clears throat> when they're getting in their escape pod and they're shooting out that tunnel, you can see the fireball chasing them. Oh, a yeah. A lot like Lando trying to escape the second yeah. Death Star in a Falcon. And even when she shoots out that little boom, it makes the same boom. noise. I feel like it makes the same noise as yeah. it does in, in did, Star Wars. Did Industrial Light sure. Sound work on this? Well, Phil Tippett was on this, and he... He worked knows with lot. on Star Wars, so I don't know if there was any direct intentional uses of certain sounds because it just, just immediately had, I was yeah. like, "That's that's the Death Star escape right there." Anyway. I, I feel like Industrial Light and Sounds like here's a. Was there one magic. of those screams in this one? Like the famous a Wilhelm? Wah! Yeah, there's got to be a Wilhelm in this. Be, right? Wilhelm and scream. Yeah, I bet there is. Probably. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. Gotta be. The um, yeah. So so the the bugs attack. The, the hair and Carmen. I'm just yep. going to call him the fucking hair. Yeah. The hair and Carmen. <laughs> it's Xander. Xander. I sound like the hair better. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. Because his hair his hair is about to get it's really fucked up in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, the, the bugs aren't killing it's them. Crown. They're saving them, you know? Yeah. They're like, what's going on? And then this big slug tick bug tick with bug. like six eyes and a... Proboscis? Yeah. yeah, a very... Uh, Weird looking mouth thing. This is yeah. one nasty piece of work. Yeah, this, yeah. this bug. Ugh. Yeah, comes it, out. It comes out and uh, and it's looking the, at him, staring at him with all his eyes, and yeah. it opens up like this big old. It's like a butterfly, but more wicked. Yeah, yeah. and stabs right through the guy's head. And starts yep. drinking the brain juice, like yeah. just a lot sipping of it down. Sucking. And he's alive. It is. It's like at first he's just alive, and his. How does he? His eyes like roll back in his head. He's like, yeah, it was pretty cool effects. I was wondering, like, okay, how is the bug gaining the information from like eating the gray matter? Don't know. You are what you eat. Fuck. <laughs> okay. You are right. what you eat. The information right. isn't necessarily destroyed. In okay. The, in the brain Just packets. Right? Well, again, it's on like, the uh, the psychic bug thing, maybe maybe ingesting it allows it to access that. It would be like, yeah, the information. Yeah. Eating a hard drive, I guess. But right, right, right before the, and then you get the information. Yeah, right before the, it. right before I'm, the hair dies. I'm smart. <laughs> Here, eat this book. Sorry, the hair dies. Yeah, right before the hair dies, he slips uh, Carmen a knife. That's right. right. Yeah, she oh. wants it. And she's got one of those bugs. Got her pinned, and her left yeah. shoulder is destroyed. Yeah, she, yeah. There's no rotator cuff surgery. For no, that. no, maybe. No. And it, it picks her up, and the, the bug's gonna fucking jab her in the head. Yep. And she just slices, yeah, cuts slices off the off. cuts off the straw. She does a, a Lorena Bobbitt. Which, ooh, <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> she definitely yeah. bobbits that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Rico and them show up, and 
he's got, he's a, got a he's got a nuke. Oh yeah, he walks in. He's holding the nuke. He's, <laughs> he's like, you know what this is? Yeah, you, you know, know what the fuck this is? Does don't you? And the big bugs are like, oh god, no! <laughs> yeah, and he just kind of he he leaves while the other bugs are like, all right, now we're gonna kill you. But then then uh, Carmen gets released, and then she's shouldering a gun and firing it. Yeah, that was one of the things that I thought was kind adrenaline, of adrenaline. Maybe it could be like she's maybe. in shock and not feeling any pain. Maybe yeah, I could go. If, with that. I mean, we're but, talking about. But she's also like they're running and uh-huh. like like full oh and the guy that gets sliced Hell up have fury like sugar. a woman scorn like come on just yeah 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 her lover uh, just the hair just got dead yeah the hair just got Man. dead Man. <laughs> um the the one of the guys that's with him one of the who volunteered to come with him he met him when they joined the roughnecks they call him sugar yeah sugar Watkins uh, Seth Gilliam uh, he is Father Gabriel on the Walking Dead. Okay, he's the priest or preacher oh, that joins right up with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So the big shootout. Um, the guy gets injured, and he's like, "Just go! Yeah, I'll blow up the, the nuke." nuke. And yeah. He's like, yeah. "You motherfuckers! You're trying to be a hero. He's like, trying to kill some bugs, sir. Trying to kill some bugs." So the, it blows up. Mm-hmm. They escape. Everything's Fireball, great. Yay! And uh, everyone's cheering because they caught the brain bug. They caught yeah. the brain bug. And and this is caught by of, Zim. It was, and I have a clip of all of that. Okay, cool. Here it is. <laughs> Let's do it. What's it thinking, girl? are working around the clock to probe its secrets. Once we understand the bug, we will defeat it. We have the ships. We have the weapons. We need soldiers. Soldiers like Lieutenant Stack Lumbridge. We're the target area now, Captain. And Captain Carmen Abanez. 
This is the captain speaking. All personnel prepared to Soldiers like Private Ace Levy and Lieutenant John Rico. Come on, you if you want to live forever! We need you all. Service guarantees citizenship. That's the end of the film. I love the ending. It's great. It really wraps it up in a nice little bow. They'll and... keep fighting and they'll win. <laughs> and then we got two really awful sequels. And I always wanted. Uh, I hope. I hope this gets like picked up for a reboot. You know. <laughs> I never saw the sequels. I tried watching the third one. Um, the only redeeming quality I think that it has is that it actually introduced the powered armor from the book. Mm. So that was there was that, but uh, it was unwatchable. Casper Van Dien came back too, and I, I don't dislike him. Yeah, his career kind of. Yeah, what did he do uh, after this? I think he had one more good role. He's he from Florida, Sleepy Hollow. Was he in Sleepy Hollow? <laughs> yeah, he gets like chopped in half fighting the headless horseman. <laughs> Just nice. dies. Yeah. What would you duck it? Man, this is an all-time classic for me. Five ducks all the way. Five I ducks love all it. the way for you. I'm, I'm going to do a solid four ducks. Yeah. I'll do a solid four. To me, it's not a big fiver. I okay. like the movie. It's definitely a movie I, I could watch again. Yeah. This um, movie knows what it is. That's why yeah. I like it so much. It's it, very self It owns itself. It yeah. does. Yeah, so yeah, I give yeah. it a four. What about you, Jason? I would say a good solid four. Good solid four? Good solid right four. on. Four ducks. Nice. I definitely have the nostalgia edge. So yeah, that's no, it for and me. Yeah. I've definitely done a five on some nostalgia movies. Yeah, before. you sure have. Well, I'm going to reach into the duck bucket here and see what our next movie is. Duck bucket. <laughs> duck bucket. <laughs> Just pour yourself a cup of duck bucket. Right, here we go. What do we got? It is Holy Mountain. Oh shit. Oh Are you man. Ready for that one? Are or do you, you ready to... for that? I don't know. Should I put it back? No. <laughs> no? Right. no. Holy Mountain. This is a this is a weird, weird, very weird movie. It's a very weird one. Jay, you're gonna want to be on this one. Okay. Yeah. For Holy Mountain. Cool. Ooh, um, we I'll, get to I'll, do Jodorowsky. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. I got to introduce you to El Topo as well. He almost directed Dune. Did he? Yeah, almost. Nice. It's a a whole lot of Dune references this, this episode They're, for you. Well, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I figured I was due. Get him, get him in. Get him? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to just look at this. Holy Mountain's a 1973 film. Uh, the year I was born. Don't know if it's oh, yeah. free anywhere at the moment. I don't think so either. Uh, just looks like it's a man. It's good and weird. Oh yeah. I don't even know if it's available for rent. We'll find it. Well, oh, it's it. totally out there. It's out there somewhere. Yeah. So 1973, um, Holy Mountain. <clears throat> a couple things I wanted to, to talk about. So you know how I, I like like to find connective tissue in movies. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, I was talking about Aliens and uh, Soldier and Blade Runner being mm-hmm. connected. Mm-hmm. Well, I was reading through uh, Reddit uh, for as much as I could find about Starship Troopers, and there's a theory that. RoboCop, Total Recall, and Starship all exist within the same universe upon different parts of the timeline. Is it because they're directed by the same person? Well, yes. But also there seems to be... The style of the three kind of lends itself to that because you see in RoboCop that the society is sort of on a downturn. There's a lot of crime. And so the OCP creates a, 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 a police force or robot to help... 
<clears throat> combat that or whatever because everything is very industrialized and it's all about selling products, blah, blah, blah. Total Recall then is probably a little further into that future when they're starting to colonize Mars and you know move out into other planets, interstellar travel, and then, boom, Starship Troopers is the extension of that where they kind of perfect Everything, yeah. <clears throat> everything. They got the the planet in order through this this you know militaristic regime. They've you know stomped out dissent, and now everybody exists right. on that <clears throat> same principle. Uh, I don't know. It, it's certainly hmm. a stretch, but it makes me think. Um, and some of the more bigger differences to from the book to the movie, if anyone cares to hear about it, I would like to tell you. Go ahead. <laughs> it won't be very lengthy. <clears throat> so in the novel. Um, just like in the movie, it opens with like Rico being in the shit. Only in this case, he's aboard the Corvette Transport, the Roger Young, uh, named after a real guy who he, he was actually very young when he died. It was during World War II. He was over in the Pacific Theater, and he allowed for his platoon to make it away without <clears throat> taking on any more casualties by drawing enemy fire and then killing a bunch of them before he himself was succumbed to the wounds. Um, so he, he was a Medal of Honor recipient. Anyway, so serving in the platoon of Ratchak's Roughnecks, um, the platoon carries out a raid against a planetary colony held by Skinnies, which is another race of aliens that appeared in the book that was never mentioned in the movie or seen. Uh, and the raid is relatively brief. Brief. The platoon lands on the planet, destroys its targets, and retreats, suffering two casualties in the process. One of them is Dizzy Flores. So mm-hmm. right away in the beginning of the book, She's Dizzy, he... he is killed, and that's that's the all you ever hear about it. Uh, the narrative then flashes back to Rico's graduation from high school. Rico and his best friend Carl are considering joining the Federal Service after graduation. Rico is hesitant, partly due to his father's attitude towards military, which is true for the movie as well. Mm. Rico makes his decision after discovering that his classmate Carbon Ibanez also intends to enlist. So all those points are there, and they're true. <clears throat> it's just not as actiony and punchy. You get more of the classroom stuff of course in this one rico's choice uh, is taken very poorly by his parents and he leaves with a sense of estrangement to go off to the mobile infantry um, where he uh, receives combat training of all types including simulated fights in armored suits um, we see the flogging uh, from the drill instructor that happens um, he uh, let's see uh <clears throat> dun, 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 dun. Rico himself is given five lashes after firing a rocket during a drill with armored suits and simulated nuclear weapons without checking to see if no friendlies were within the blast zone, which I think they then retooled into what we know in the movie. Getting his head blown off? Uh, yeah, instead of, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mentioned the, the guy who gets hanged. So then the bug war has changed from minor incidents now to a full-scale war during Rico's training, an arachnid attack that annihilates the city of Buenos Aires, alerts civilians to the situation. I think that's why they chose to put or no i'm sorry uh yeah i think that's why they chose to make the setting bonus series and he from there because i think in the mo- in the book he's supposed to be filipino anyway yeah so all those points are are there um there's there's a difference though um where they really deviate and i'm trying to find that part here uh okay so one of his cra- uh, comrades in the roughneck suggests that rico go to officer training school so that's what he does in the book he goes to his officer training school and i think the joke about his math scores being so poor was because in the book he had he, as a narrator, he complains about having to learn all this math, hard okay. math. So, yeah, but in, in the movie, he just, just works his rank up by bad, bad at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. 
Dun, dun, dun. Carmen becomes an ensign and a ship's pilot officer in the Navy. The two discuss their friend Carl, who had been killed earlier in the war, so Carl dies early. Mm. You know, he's not a psychic or anything like that. Uh, Rico is uh, commissioned a temporary third lieutenant for his final test, posting to a uh, combat unit. Under the tutelage of his company commander, Captain Blackstone, and uh, with the aid of his platoon sergeant, his boot camp drill instructor, Fleet Sergeant Zim, who was reassigned to the mobile infantry boot camp, just like in uh, the movie, Rico commands a platoon during Operation Royalty, a raid to capture members of the arachnid Braincast and Queens. Rico then returns to the officer school to graduate, and the novel ends with him holding the rank of second lieutenant in command of his old platoon in the Roger Young with his father, who had now joined, and <laughs> was serving under him as his platoon sergeant. The dad who so didn't like... The dad who didn't like the military ended up joining up with him, and that's how they reconciled their differences. Was it like a draft or something? No, he, he signed up uh, because probably because of the, the Buenos Aires thing. I don't know. Um, and then the platoon is renamed Rico's Roughnecks and is about to participate in an attack on Clendathu. And that's where the novel ends, but it's also where the movie begins. So there's, there's some differences, but... Uh, I heard the novel's not very long. No, it's not terribly long. I, I owned a copy of it, but I swapped with a friend who had a copy of Stranger in a Strange Land, mm. also by Heinlein. So we swapped our Heinleins. Nice. And I still have his <laughs> copy, <laughs> if you grok what I mean. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. Well, Jason, I want to thank you for joining us on our Thanks. little podcast. Glad man. to be here. It's been a lot of fun. I love it. Well, guys, uh, go out, watch Holy Mountain, <laughs> listen to this, and have yeah. yourselves a good day. Check out our uh, our TikTok that Zaxploitation, that's me, it's the one I run. So it's sort of like an amalgamation of me and podcast stuff. Uh, find us at Duck and the Usher on Instagram, at Duck and the Usher on Twitter, and Facebook.com slash Duck and the Usher. See you soon.